How do you know if you, you have a rectus diastasis or don't you get on the by now, you've probably heard her name. It's Dr. Roxy. What you likely haven't heard are the stories of the people who went under her knife. I absolutely believe that she sent me to die. I had to give myself IV antibiotics for six weeks. I was convinced that it had ripped open and it was going to fall out. I was convinced. But exactly how did Catherine Roxanne Growey go from plastic surgeon to infamous social media icon? From the Columbus Dispatch, this is Roxy, rise and fall of the TikTok doc. I'm Max Philby. Have you ever seen a TV show about something in medicine? At the very least, You've probably seen shows as you flipped through channels or scrolled through the pages of a TV streaming app. There are shows with doctors and nurses racing to save lives in emergency rooms. There are ones about patients being treated for rare medical conditions. And there have long been shows about people undergoing plastic surgery. Clearly, TV has turned healthcare into a form of entertainment. And thanks to social media, it's already moving from the screens in our living rooms to the one in your pocket. Some of it is, is it's so ubiquitous now. And everybody, you know, unless you, you say, I'm just not going to look at social media, period, you are going to see these things. And they are more common than ever. And so people kind of get used to it, you know, in a, in a weird way. Then. And so it doesn't shock them very much anymore. That's Dr. Mark Morocco, a clinical professor of emergency medicine at UCLA. Morocco has consulted on several TV series over the years, including the hit drama ER and some medical reality shows. If what Dr. Morocco says holds true, it makes sense, then, that someone scrolling through social media on Instagram or TikTok might not find it odd to stumble upon a video from the operating room. But what if it's actually not all that normal? Or at least... What if filming a procedure, something that, on the surface, seems innocuous, can actually pose a danger to patients, even to those patients who signed off on it in the first place? For Dr. Catherine Roxanne Growey, social media became more than just a way for her to show prospective patients what was going on in the operating room. It became her soapbox. She used social media to give advice, educate patients on different types of plastic surgery, to rally her followers, and encourage them not to be ashamed of wanting to have a little work done. I think it's so important to use medical-grade skincare because the technology actually gets in your skin and the amount of product is correct to actually make changes to your skin. I also get a dermaplane and a hydrofacial Every single month, I think that's basic maintenance. But one part of the doctor's social media strategy caught the attention of physicians and regulators for the wrong reason. Growey was live streaming some of her patients' procedures on TikTok. Her penchant for filming surgeries led to injuries for some of her patients, according to the State Medical Board of Ohio. The medical board suspended her license in November 2022. Then, the state permanently stripped her of her ability to practice medicine 
in Ohio in July 2023. I first heard about Growy in 2021. An anonymous source who used to work for the state medical board reached out to me. As a health reporter at the time, I was knee-deep in covering the COVID-19 pandemic. I had also just begun working on what would end up becoming a year-long investigation into the medical board's handling of sexual misconduct allegations against doctors. I had my hands full at the time, but I called up the source anyway to see what I could find out. The source told me that Growey's practice had set off alarm bells at the Ohio Medical Board, a state agency tasked with oversight of 96,000 or so medical professionals. But the state medical board doesn't publicly disclose investigations, and it does not announce it's looking into a doctor until it begins taking formal action. So without much to go on, I dropped the story. After the medical board suspended Growey's license in November 2022, I reached back out to the anonymous source. The source told me that the medical board had been keeping an eye on Growey since around 2015 or 2016. The source wasn't sure why it took the board until late 2022 to suspend Growey's medical license. That's a good question, I thought. So I asked the medical board and was told that per state law, the board is prohibited from revealing any complaints it received on a doctor. From what's been made public, we know that the medical board warned Growey twice before it suspended her medical license. The first time was in October 2018, when she was warned for her use of social media and concerns about patient privacy. The second time was in September 2021, when she was again warned for her use of social media, but also for what the board called, quote, avoidable complications that required surgical revision, end quote. In other words, the medical board had been concerned about Growey's use of social media since at least 2018, if not before. And the board was aware of complications stemming from Growey's practice more than a year before it suspended her medical license. But how exactly did Growey get to this point? How does someone who pursues a career in medicine, a calling many consider to be a noble job choice, wind up going down this path? To answer that question, I wanted to go back to the beginning, before Growey became Roxy. Catherine Roxanne Growey was born in December of 1978 in San Diego, California. She went to Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas for undergrad. She then went to medical school at the University of Texas Medical Branch in Galveston, Texas. She graduated from medical school in 2005. Growey came to Ohio and the greater Columbus area by way of her medical residency. And where exactly did the doctor complete her residency, you might ask? You guessed it, 
at the Ohio State University. I requested a copy of Growie's personnel file from Ohio State, but was told there were no records available. No one from the university was available to comment either. When looking for a local plastic surgeon to voice their expertise on this podcast, I did, however, stumble upon someone who knew Growie from back then. Susan Vasco, a plastic surgeon in private practice, did some work at Ohio Health's Riverside Methodist Hospital in Columbus, where Ohio State residents would also train. Years ago, one of her residents was Growie, but I didn't know that before I spoke with Susan by phone. I'm curious if, you know, just in general, how much you've heard about Dr. Roxy and what what you know about her and, and kind of just your personal or professional take on the whole situation. I know her well. She was one of my former residents. And, you know, it's just a sad situation because she uh, was a very talented surgeon, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a good person, a talented surgeon. Basically, you know, it, I'm sure it's a, a lonely situation, definitely. When the news broke about Growie, Vasco said she was stunned. Vasco had known Growie's style of practice was a much different style than her own. Vasco said that she herself wouldn't do many of the things that Growie did on social media. Still, she was surprised that someone who she described as a promising young resident would suffer such a downfall. Given that she was a resident of yours, um, I assume probably surprised you that, that this happened. Yes. Our residents receive excellent training at Ohio State. Uh, they're very well prepared to be out in the world practicing safely. After her residency, Growie appears to have worked with or for Mount Carmel Health System. Her LinkedIn profile lists her position there as the Medical Director of Breast Services. A spokesperson for the health system said Growie's privileges to practice at Mount Carmel St. Anne's Hospital were rescinded when her license was suspended last year. It's not all that uncommon for plastic surgeons to use social media to their advantage. Many have an online presence for obvious promotional reasons. Some, like Dr. Smita Ramanadam, a New Jersey-based plastic surgeon, like to use social media to educate their patients. And the doctor had actually heard of Growie years ago. She had seen some of Growie's videos on social media, and they stuck out to her in a bad way. For me, when I'm in the operating room, I am just focused on operating. You know, it's it's important for me to, like, my patient has 100% of my attention, my focus, that the entire team in the OR is also focused on the patient and also don't want to prolong the procedure, right? The longer Mm -hmm. I take, so the longer, you know, you keep on stopping and taking video, you know, videos and whatever else, that's more time the patient's under anesthesia, which, again, I, I think is a disservice to the patient. Growie used social media to promote her work and her business for at least a decade, if not longer. After she began conducting operations from her Powell office called Roxy Plastic Surgery, the doctor's social media exploded. 
She appeared to begin posting more regularly, including some videos taken from the operating room. On social media, the earliest footage I could find of Growie in the operating room was taken from a hair transplant in April 2016. On Instagram, she followed up the video of the hair transplant with photos and footage of several more procedures that year. Here's a clip of her talking while providing liposuction to a patient in November 2016. This is what it looks like on the inside when you do liposuction. There's all this fibrous tissue in between, but all the fat cells are gone. Since her license was suspended, some of Growie's social media has gone private, and Roxy Plastic Surgery's YouTube page is empty. Her Instagram account, which is public, still has more than 4,100 posts viewable. Growie is far from the first person or even the first doctor to stumble over her use of social media, and she likely won't be the last, said UCLA's Morocco. When it comes to social media, Morocco always cautions his students about using it. They should keep in mind, he said, that anything that is on the internet is visible to everyone and out there forever. You know, Dr. Roxy, I think, kind of tripped over it, but there were places where she could have I think she could have made it an off-ramp in a couple of places if she had been a little bit more aware of the power of this thing. Even after her downfall, Growie still has more than 122,000 followers on Instagram. And while some of the videos from the operating room are hard to watch, for some patients, Growie's use of social media was comforting. Sarah Duckett, a patient who came to see Growie in 2021 for a breast augmentation, said that she felt reassured by the surgeon's transparency on social media. It made her feel better about going under the knife, she said. But, Sarah said, there's a line that shouldn't be crossed, and after undergoing her own 2021 and 2022 operations, she said it's clear that Growie trampled that line. So I was actually a big fan of of her being, you know, so open and transparent, but when the production of your social media cuts into your ability to be an effective physician, especially a surgeon, that's when it's a problem. And I think that's why the board stepped in when it did is because you were no longer a doctor. Now you're a social media personality. Neither Catherine, Roxanne, Growie, nor her attorney responded to requests to comment. Next time on Roxy, Rise and Fall of the TikTok Doc. Tissue on you has died. And it's killing you. And if you don't get it removed right away, you're going to die. We'll talk to Mary Jenkins, the first former patient to file a lawsuit against the doctor long before she became internet famous. I want her not to be able to do to anybody else what she did to me. Read more stories and hear additional victim voices by visiting dispatch.com slash Dr. Roxy. This podcast is a production of the Columbus Dispatch. To support more local journalism like this podcast, subscribe to the Columbus Dispatch by visiting subscribe.dispatch.com. <laughs>